0: He politely looked at me and said, Thank you, and turned away. <laughs>
1: well, I could tell he was trying to, you know, spit some game or trying to approach me. And I <laughs> at that time in that moment, I was just trying to play some music. We are sounds, sounds of a Soar And you're listening to the Jazz Matters podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to the Jazz Matters podcast with me, Darren Harper. This is episode 39 and it's the third episode of 2021 in case you missed it last time out we traveled from australia all the way to philadelphia as we told the story of jazz vocalist Gemma sherry and it really was great to see so many people rushing to download that episode even in the first few days of its release and if you haven't managed to catch it yet it's still available at jazzmatters.net just hit the podcast tab or of course You can find it on your favourite podcast app. This time out, we're staying stateside to learn more about Sounds of A and R. We've got loads to squeeze into this one little episode, so I'm going to get straight to it. We'll find out all we can about this incredibly creative couple right after a little glimpse of one of the covers from their brand new album, Questions Left Unanswered. This is Sounds of A and R with their interpretation of Dolly Parton's Jolene.
3: compare with flaming logs of auburn hair With ivory skin and eyes of emerald green Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you claim. He talks about you in a sleep
2: Sounds of A&R, otherwise known as Saw, was born from the coming together of vocalist April May Webb and trumpeter Randall Haywood as partners both in music and in life. Both of them come from musical families. April's two older brothers are also musicians who both feature on the new Saw album, whilst Randall grew up with a vocalist for a mother and a saxophonist for a father. Despite growing up some 1,300 miles apart, with Randall growing up in Jacksonville, Florida, and April born and raised in Newton, Kansas, their early introductions to music were remarkably similar, both coming through the church. Even now, April expresses her gratitude for the vast opportunities from an early age the church gave this very shy child, allowing her to sing and perform in choirs whilst Randall was only three or four years old when he first started playing drums in church. And his interest in music grew from there, although it would be another seven years before he started to get to grips with the trumpet. And fortunately for us, once their interest in music started to grow, both of their paths started to lead towards jazz.
1: I was introduced to jazz, really by my brothers. They were really into jazz when I was growing up. And I wasn't so much, but I would always listen to the records that they would be playing. Louis Armstrong, I specifically remember because my brother would always try to imitate his sound. So jazz was always in our played in our household. It's just I didn't start getting serious about it until... I moved to New Jersey and I went to school for jazz at the William Patterson University, where I studied under Mulgrew Miller.
0: I remember my one of my uncles had a Miles Davis compilation tape that uh, he made a copy of. And uh, that's how I got into it. That was when I was 10 years old. And then my father went out uh, and got me a compilation uh, record of John Coltrane, the best of John Coltrane. And so I listened to these two records over and over and over and over again. And um, and that's how I really got into it. Um, And I just started just loving this music.
2: In terms of jazz, April has been heavily influenced by some of the greats. Performers like Betty Carter, Sarah Vaughan and Nina Simone. And in particular, Nina's incredible ability to tell the stories of her own life so vividly through song. Something that April has paid homage to on the latest album with the superb track, The Skin I'm In a beautiful song that gives a real insight to April's own experiences of being a black woman in 21st century America. Of course, as a musician, Randall was also influenced by some huge names as he grew up, but one significant difference here was that he actually got the opportunity to play with some of them.
0: I was fortunate enough... uh around 11 or 12 years old actually to be introduced to Mr. Wynton Marcellus and that's how I became associated with him and it was through a very talented trumpeter by the name of Marcus Printup who was also a wonderful trumpeter uh, in New York and uh, he also plays in jazz at Lincoln Center and he has his own group as well uh, with that he co-leads with his wife Risa Printup from that point on, I started working with Mr. Winter Marcellus, um, at the early age of 14. So that's how I really got my schooling of, of jazz. That was the, I always say that's the best institution that I uh, could attend as far as learning, uh, music and learning about jazz. So I joined Lincoln Center and, uh, when I was 15 years old. And then I also joined Marcus Roberts, who was a, a wonderful pianist and he's also from jacksonville florida and so i joined his group also when i was uh, 14 years old and um, i started touring and recording with marcus roberts and then i started touring with jazz and lincoln center when i was 15 years old and this is where i basically learned uh, i think the main thing that went in was uh, very influential in me making sure that i was very very in-depth with learning the music and and continuously trying to improve myself and and make myself grow. He made it very important that, you know, we take the time to really learn this music and really just grasp the depth of this music. And so um, that's basically how I got into jazz, and uh, I've been doing it ever since.
2: So this is the story of two people, both on their own musical journeys. Journeys which have seen them both travel around a thousand miles from their respective homes to settle in New Jersey. But one of the most wonderful parts of the story of Saw is when two became one. And as I said at the start, April and Randall are partners in music and in life, but it was almost a foregone conclusion that it would be music that brought them together. And in a story that's almost straight out of a jazz fairy tale, the couple actually performed together before they had even spoken a word to each other. In 2013, there was a regular jam session running at Moore's Lounge in Jersey City. This was the place to be, a hangout for some of the hottest musicians around. And on her very first visit to one of these sessions, April May Webb was called to the stage, and at the same time, also called, was a fine trumpeter by the name of Randall Haywood. And the rest, as they say, is history. And surely they can remember the first song they played together.
0: Yes, that was September in the Rain. We performed that song, and, um, you know, we've just vibing off of each other i think it was just more of a thing where you know april and i were just kind of feeling the song and then we were kind of vibing off of each other on the bandstand and uh you know after after which we were done <laughs> i went over to april at the end of the night and i you know thanked her and i said well, you sound really nice i really enjoy playing with you and she politely looked at me and said thank you and turned away <laughs>
1: Well, I could tell he was trying to, you know, spit some game or trying to approach me, and I, at that time in that moment, I was just trying to play some music. It wasn't a, an immediate spark as far not. as like the love. I will say that the music was good.
0: Yes, the music connection was there.
1: But as far as the love connection, you know, not that, that yet. not not yet. That didn't not happen yet. till about a year about later. A year later. Yes. Which it's funny, he calls me out of the blue a year later from this and you know i was like you know let me give him a chance he he's a good trumpet player maybe he'll be a good person too <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold he was
0: so we started uh dating or going out and the beginning of 2014 and then around february exactly february the 22nd we made it official that uh we were a couple uh, and from there, that's how we formed the group Sounds of NR, which seems to be a little bit of a debate on how the name uh, came into play.
1: Well, um, I will I will say this. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, both of us, we contributed to figuring out the name. That's why I'm going to end it on that. We okay, that's con- good. We both figured out we wanted something that was unique and that was different. And yes. I think we definitely created that. And we wanted our... Our togetherness to be something that was incorporated into our name hence sounds of A and R and it spells out SOAR the acronym SOAR s-o-a-r and I feel like that's really what inspired us to create the music that we do right and I say that I am the spark and Randall is the flame when it comes to the creations that we make and the songs that we come up together. A lot of times I have these ideas that come out of just living life and just experiencing every feel that you can feel. Um, For example, They Keep Saying No, which is a song on our latest album, Questions Left Unanswered. This song came from obviously a no, I was looking at an email and we were trying to work with a particular company and I was waiting on that email and that response and I finally got it and lo and behold, it was a no. And in that moment and in that moment of frustration, I was like, oh man, they keep saying no. And I just realized, I was like, man, that that sounds like a really good song and I started singing the melody and Randall was getting into it as well and so we immediately went to the keyboard and I was coming up with the melody and then Randall he has really depth and harmony and he was able to create these colors that I really liked and that the musicians ended ended up playing and I think we created a really good a really good piece here what they keep saying now
3: You're listening to the Jazz Matters podcast at jazzmatters.net. In
2: 2017, Saw released their debut self-titled album, which made the Jazz Week Top 15 chart and went on to be voted in their Top 100 albums of that year. Like their latest release, Questions Left Unanswered, the album is made up of original music with a selection of hand-picked covers, each given the sore treatment. So when it comes to creating their own music, how does that process work with two people working so closely together in everything they do? Well, as it happens, it all comes down to that spark and flame.
1: the spark and Randall is the flame so I have so many ideas and I'm I'm a very emotional person and I like to write about things that are just everyday experiences and everyday living and I think that that's important I think people want to know who you are and the way that I like to convey who we are is through music and through the stories of our lives. So, for instance, the skin I'm in it was written just as easily as just feeling. I think when you're black and you're you're living in America, you're told to really suppress some of your emotions and and some of the things that you you feel. And with this song, I just wanted to let everything out, put everything out on the table. And I feel as if we did that in such a way that highlighted our everyday lives. And I came up with with this idea, and then I brought Randall into it, and he was helping me figure out what what did we want the instrumentation to look like it's like oh well I want a harp at the beginning just to create like a really open space and then we had the bass come in and Randall was really able to create these harmonies that articulated the melody in such a beautiful way.
0: I would say that a lot of the things that I was hearing that April was trying to express had a lot of room for color. And so what I wanted to help her with her stories was to bring them out in such a harmonic way in which it can help to actually convey her ideas. A lot of the times, you know, I would say, okay, well, you can do it this way. You can have this type of harmony going on through there. So and for example, the skin I'm in, it was a a, a very conscientious theme that we're dealing with. And uh, uh, we're dealing with uh, social issues in that in the lyrics. And so we wanted it to be more of a darker uh, kind of a canvas, harmonic canvas. And so that's why, you know, you have this uh, kind of like ethereal, but it's kind of dark. Uh, in such a way but it is spacious and and then there's a little bit of beauty inside the harmonic progressions as well so this is kind of how we come up with uh how we came up with that one but of course april had these wonderful ideas that she wanted everyone to do and so i just simply just wrote them out so that they could be clearly uh brought out
2: Since forming Saw, April and Randall have generated quite a stir, winning awards, playing at some of the best venues and working with some of the very best in the business. But when asked to talk about the biggest highlights of the last five years or so, they were able to narrow it down to two.
1: A major highlight in our career was winning best jazz group at the 2019 readers jazz awards presented by Hot House jazz magazine and jazz mobile it was just so thrilling and we were just so shocked and so grateful to be even nominated for this award and the fact that we won it was like oh man, so we, we must be doing something right.
0: <laughs> yes. You
1: know, so that was a, a major accomplishment for us. And we're still just so grateful and so privileged to have have won that award.
0: Something else that has happened with us within the last couple of years is our association with the legendary T.S. Monk. We can't say enough about how appreciative we are. He's been a wonderful influence in our lives, in our careers, and uh, he always says, you know, I'm going to do all I can for you. And he has done just that. You know, he promotes us as a band within a band when he promotes us in his live shows. But when he introduces us, he introduces us as a group uh, in his live shows. And he says, "When well, you guys look good. I look good. So I'm going to do everything I can. And we're just so thankful for our association with Mr. Monk. Through him, we've been able to grace the stage uh, at Jazz Lincoln Center, Dizzy's Coca-Cola Club at Jazz Lincoln Center. We've been able to perform all over the country, uh, in Philadelphia, in Detroit, uh, we've been able to form all perform all over the world, you know, in Australia and Spain and you know in Ireland and Italy and Blue Note in Italy. So um, it's you know, so that's something that has made us just appreciate what has been happening and we can see that the hard work that we've been doing is is starting to gain some, you know, recognition and you know onward and upward.
2: One thing that is undeniable about Saw is that they simply ooze style. The identifiable and consistent Saw brand runs through everything they do. These guys look how they sound, and they sound how they look, a look that is inspired by so many of the musical influences that have helped shape their whole identity. And this is something they have now taken to the next level, as April's love of thrift shopping. Developed into their own online vintage clothing boutique. And whilst running a fashion operation and touring internationally might be enough to keep many people busy, April and Randall have also found time to write really great music and record and release their latest album, Questions Left Unanswered, which was released in February 2021. So, having seen their debut release so warmly received, what did they want to achieve? With this
0: one, we're trying to basically kind of take some of the same concept that we started on our first album, our first self-titled album. We chose a few uh, covers that we were, you know, very inspired by. So we took selections from Stevie Wonder, we took selections from uh, Paul McCartney, we took selections from Beyonce. We even took selections from motion pictures. So anyway, uh, what we wanted to do with this album is kind of follow that. But we want to also input some of our material in there, you know. And so when April came up with these wonderful little stories... Uh, for the skin I'm in or they keep saying no Okay, and nice little poems like dark brown eyes I thought okay this would be nice and then she came up with some nice wonderful uh, stories for even uh, some of the compositions that I had already uh, wrote out like for the title out for the title cut questions left unanswered this was a nice uh, poem that she was able to convey and I think she conveys it very wonderfully
1: I'm just happy that people are able to find a song on the record that they gravitate towards and that they have a certain feel towards. And that's what that's always what we want to accomplish is to get people to feel something. And I think. We just wanted to captivate and capture all these emotions that we feel when we're just living life. And we've just been so happy with the reception that we have gotten from around the world. And we're so appreciative of that.
2: As we all know, the past year has been a strange and tough one, not least for those in the creative industries. But clearly, April and Randall have not sat back on their heels, with a fantastic album proof in itself that they have used this time wisely. So how has this year looked for them? And what are they looking to do now, as we hopefully start to see our way out of the current situation?
1: If we're trying to find something good that has happened because of this pandemic, one thing that that has been good is we've had such a broader reach um, just staying at home and really focusing on our online presence and we've been able to grow our community on Facebook, So Sounds of AMR on Facebook. And that's just been such a beautiful thing is to be able to connect with people not only in this country in the United States, but all over the world. I'm just happy that we're connecting with folks in the UK and connecting with folks all over the world. And, you know, I just find it to be such a thrilling and such a beautiful thing that's been able to happen in such a tough and trying time.
0: I guess you might say that uh, we just want to continue to build our online presence and just kind of spread the word and let people know about Sounds of a about SOAR, musically, artistically, fashion-wise, everything. And uh, hopefully that uh, one person can tell another person to, you know, to check out Sounds of a
3: the ride What I'm made of is what you are afraid of. Living in a world for love, delusion, equality, the biggest illusion. We can't all face the only true race, humanity, <laughs> because you don't see the sun.
2: A powerful track, that is. And can't you just hear the Nina Simone influences pulsating through it? Absolutely brilliant. The skin I'm in from the brand new album, questions left unanswered from Sounds of A and R. And that brings us onto the home straight of this episode of the Jazz Matters podcast. As always, a huge thanks to this week's guests, April May Webb and Randall Haywood, for giving up their valuable time to help make this episode possible. And if you want to know more about Saw, you can head over to their website, soundsofanr.com where you can find all of their music and, of course, their vintage fashion too. As always, I will put a link in the podcast show notes for you if you're listening on a podcast app, so you can just click and take yourself straight there, along with the link to all of their socials. I make no exaggeration when I say that I really love this new album and I truly think we will get to the end of 2021 and realise that this was truly one of the highlights. I don't get anywhere near as much time as I would like to write reviews for all of the great music that I'm fortunate enough to hear. But when this one landed in my inbox, I just had to write about it. So if you're interested in hearing my thoughts on questions left unanswered, you can find my review on the review tab of the website, jazzmatters.net. I'm going to be back in two weeks with another great artist for you to learn all about. And if that's too long to wait, you can still check out the full podcast back catalogue on the website. And of course, you can join me every Saturday afternoon on Jazz Bites Radio as I take you through the very best of the current London jazz scene with the London Jazz Review. But that's it from me. So until next time, thank you for joining me and goodbye.
1: Thank you so much for having us, and we truly enjoyed our time being here.
0: Thank you so much.